Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Many Parallels. We're your hosts, Trevor and Zach, and we're joined here with uh, another Zach. <laughs> uh, allegedly. Allegedly. So uh, roll the intro and let's get into this shit. All right, so um, you want to give us a little, you know, 90 second or so elevator pitch who you are and uh, yeah. why people should give a fuck? Who you think you are? That's that's a better that's a better <laughs> statement right there. Yeah. yeah uh, so my name is Zach Sachkowski. Um I would consider myself a old soul in a lot of senses. Uh, come from. Oh shit! Hold on. Keep going. Hold it. <laughs> yeah, just come from a basic uh, basic suburban background. Um, Parents were middle class, if you could call it that, in this day and age. I uh, feel like I've, you know, was raised by some go-getter of some parents, and I feel like it's taught me a lot along the way. Worked hard on a lot of things myself, and kind of trying to navigate this thing that we call life here. Feel that. Yeah. So you say like you're uh, the go-getterness that's really rubbed off on you, and you know. Helped create the man you are? Oh, definitely. I mean, I would not be sitting here as the man I am today without my parents and, and the the other people around me that have helped me learn all the lessons that I've learned so far in this mm-hmm. crazy thing that we call life. Um, reason why I mentioned that, though, is just to kind of hopefully bring some, some sort of uh, similarity to, I'm assuming, a lot of the people in, in this country nowadays. Um, sorry. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, just bringing like a similarity uh, to how a lot of people are feeling and how I feel a lot of people were kind of raised in this country nowadays. Well, what do you mean? Because I feel like, you know, you say you got the go-getter attitude and I feel like that's been kind of lacking nowadays where people feel there isn't a reason to go get and they feel kind of hopeless. I know I was there for a while too. Um, so are you saying it as a point of inspiration? Or are you saying that you feel Do you that feel I'm that you actually wrong? see people around you that uh, also hold that principle in high regard? Or do you feel like you don't see that too much? Because I, I feel like I, I don't see it a lot either. Kind of like what you're talking about, Trevor. Yeah. Where like you see a lot of people that are too discouraged to pick yourself up by their bootstraps, so to speak, and, you know, uh, get shit done. Yeah, like, it's a lot easier to just coast through life. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, uh, if you have seen a lot of that, then that's, like, dope yeah. as fuck, but, you know, I haven't, and I wish I had seen a lot more of that productive type of behavior. Yeah. Whether or not I'm actually seeing that is less of what I'm kind of alluding to here. It's It's more... More so the fact, the want of mm-hmm. people to do that. And I feel like nowadays it, it comes to kind of a halt where people don't have the resources or understanding where or how to even start that process. Yeah. But that want is there. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to dealing with all, all types of people, and I feel like I consider myself to be someone that you can stick in a room with literally anybody, and I can have a a good conversation with that person. Right. Um, that. It, it's 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 the the lack of resources to figure out how to do that. But that want is always still there. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think I come across many people that you know 
don't want to do shit or right. don't want to be something. They like or, the yeah. idea of not being on anything. Yeah, right. like, no. it's like that's right. There's so many people who want to do shit, but it, there's there's always something they. It seems like abysmally impossible for them to well, do it or whatever. They they want to do things, but they don't seem as motivated to mm-hmm. get those things, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I feel like I've come across plenty of people that are like, oh, I want to do this, and oh, this would be awesome, and that, but they're not actively going for it. Like, look at what we're doing here, you know, just fucking phone recording and shit, you know, mm-hmm. shitty little get up. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I assume at least starting your first couple bands and shit uh, mm-hmm. back in Amberson holidays, y'all didn't have like, you know, high quality as shit, but you had that drive and that motivation. Do you feel like people as a whole have that too? Or is it just that want, but not that getting attitude? And I guess that's kind of where the road separates a little bit more drastically. And you can see more definition in, you know, when you ask that question specifically. But I think that it still comes back down to there is that want and and it just comes from a lack of knowledge how where to start mm-hmm. you know um i i as i alluded to at at in, in my intro and and this is why it was so important to me as who i am today is like my parents and the people around me who helped raise me they did have that but everything comes you know everything kind of trickles down as, as they say, or very well can lead to to that. And, you know, it just takes one set of people or one situation. One where, example. One example of that not happening where all of a sudden someone finds themselves in, an, you know, feeling hopeless, feeling lost, feeling uncertain. And I feel like that's like the major, major issue, one of the major issues that we find when when asking that question is the the uncertainty involved with with all of this like as i'm sure that you boys can kind of agree with like doing stuff like even this like there's a lot of uncertainty involved with that and yeah. and it takes a lot of emotional strength to kind of weigh that and and move forward through that yeah to be vulnerable mm-hmm. enough to do to it. even do that yeah. exactly. but wouldn't you say that if you fully want something you're willing to endure those small sacrifices those struggles uh if you wanted enough mm-hmm. um would you agree with that i would like you to. have to make sacrifice if you want something bad enough yeah yeah so it like goes hand in hand because i feel like there's plenty of people who want things but they don't they're not willing to take those small sacrifices for but is it a problem that they're not willing to take the sacrifices or is it a problem that they don't know what sacrifices to make? You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what he was saying. That's kind of what I'm alluding to. It's like, well, cause again, if you even... want it enough, mm-hmm. you can look into it. You can figure out what you need to do, how mm-hmm. to go about it. Where there's especially a will, with, there's a way type exactly. of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Whether it be, I mean, especially with the internet nowadays, it's so easy to fucking look things up and figure out how to go about whatever it is you're trying to do mm-hmm. or just figure it out yourself by you know denial and error yeah yeah but, but even the internet gets kind of complicated nowadays i oh, mean yeah. big time you know big time like <laughs> and and like you know i'm, I'm sitting here uh, i went to college i did that whole spiel you know i didn't even really want to um mm-hmm. i did it mostly mostly be only because um both of my parents <laughs> 
attempted college. Well, my, my mother has an associate's degree, um, and both are wildly successful now, but it, it's from that pull yourself up, up by your bootstraps yeah. kind of mentality that Absolutely. they, and extremely, extremely hardworking individuals over consistent, long, long, long years. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only, I would say the, the only reason why I even went to college and pushed myself so hard to uh, get my degrees was because my parents wanted me to so bad. Yeah. And also my younger sister got her degree uh, before I did. And, right, and okay. you know, so I couldn't let her show me up. Like that, so. <laughs> you, had, you had a little chip on your shoulder. A yeah, little, little, little bit of a chip on my shoulder, you know. But so, uh, so what would you say to people who struggle to find that motivation to go out and do something as, you know, like I, I know for certain I'm, I don't learn the traditional school type of way right as much as I love learning it's it's a weird thing but people do it in different ways so like any advice for people who are struggling to kind of find that motivation find their way and push I, through the bullshit honestly I mean and, and so the whole reason why I brought that up like you know going to college and whatnot was one of the best things that I learned in my higher education um, was how to navigate the internet how to navigate the internet Mm -hmm. correctly and you know what to look for and what sources i should be referencing when i'm you know researching stuff and know that like 95 percent of it is right right and just like knowing that like the way that it operates like using certain keywords all this plays such a huge role when you're algorithms yeah when you're looking for how to do something or how to learn something. That's a huge thing in life in general. Like the internet especially, it helps with that, but uh, just like pattern recognition, just recognizing mm-hmm. different patterns that And then people learn to take advantage of that and then you have all Or you this... can learn to take advantage of Yeah, you, you have patterns. to learn that and that's, that's one problem too with wanting to learn via the internet is you kind of have to learn to recognize the differences because like mm-hmm. it's tricky there's so many things when it's oh i'm trying <laughs> to learn this shit and all of a sudden oh this is an ad this whole fucking time or some shit right. or yep you know it clickbait ass things or this was bought and paid for by yeah, somebody you know, with an agenda it has an, yeah, it has a certain intention agenda. behind it yeah yeah which sucks so but. so answering your question do i have any advice um off the tip of my head i mean and it's easier said than done but finding someone who actually kind of does know the 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 route with that a teacher yeah a teacher I mean I mean I personally learn through I'm, I'm a very very visual person so like I mean even nowadays it, it even translates in into work for example like we have new trainings all the time at work new system maybe new um, new law that got passed that uh, mm-hmm. you know affects banking in, in, in a major way. Um, is that what you do? Yes, I am a personal finance officer. Oh, cool. So, and and half the time I'll just kind of sit and just mindlessly fuck off while, <laughs> while these trainings are going on. Like, I don't want to watch your video. I don't want to yeah. just sit here and just mindlessly oh, yeah. listen to someone talk. Like, I want to actually understand how it, right. it's affecting me and yeah. how I can work with it. How How does this... Apply. Apply, you know, yeah. and, and apply not only in the sense of, you know, like I said, not just sitting there and listening to something, but how can I use it? What, give me real life examples. How do I take the information that I've acquired and like utilize it? Right. Put it to real life use, uh, application, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, I'm very uh, hands-on with that kind of shit too. Like, 
Anytime playing a new board game, people are like (laughs) explaining the rules, and I completely zone on. It's like, okay, let's just fucking play it, and I'll figure it out as we go, as I'm doing it. (laughs) You know, Uh, obviously, it's you know, your shit's a bit more serious, but as a more whatever sample. Yeah. Um, So, like, what do you, you know, what would you say works for you? I guess when you're struggling to. persevere as it were when you're feeling down you feel like the odds are stacked against you what personally helps you overcome said obstacles i think that you know so going back to my you know how i was raised my father was one of those men that just wouldn't ever i wouldn't say wouldn't ever but rarely showed any type of disdain or um, r- rarely showed any sort of like negative emotion negative emotion things. well yeah. it was <clears throat> negative emotion towards things but it was always just like one of the quotes and you know it rubbed off on me I say it all the time it's directly quoted from my father it's life sucks grab a helmet <laughs> <laughs> yeah that <laughs> and, and again that's kind of allude- alluding to that pull yourself up by the bootstraps mentality but you know it would it would always just be getting things done, just right. doing yeah. it no matter yeah. what. Like no yeah, one's gonna do it for you. Right. Like this might suck. You're gonna have to do this. You're gonna have to handle this no matter what. If you push it off to the side, it's not gonna necessarily. It go it's not gonna go away necessarily. Yeah. So uh, the sooner you address it, the better. Exactly. Pretty much. So yeah. at that point, um, I'm a I'm a huge list maker. I like making oh, lists. Yeah. I feel like oftentimes when you itemize something and you break it down into certain steps, Mm -hmm. um, a order of operations, it's a lot easier to, you know, get through those things. And also I feel like, you know, anytime that you're going through stuff like, like something that's challenging or difficult, the mental aspect of all of this plays such a major role when trying to accomplish those goals that you're setting out setting out for yourself or you know um, getting past a challenging situation and i feel like making a list and being able to check stuff off at least for me oh i did this even if it takes several days even if i'm taking longer than i had originally set myself out to take on it just the fact that i'm seeing things again i'm a very visual person i'm seeing things getting crossed off that list and i'm chipping away at it Mm -hmm. It, it leaves me with that feeling of okay, well, maybe it's not so hopeless. Maybe it's right. M- maybe this isn't so challenging after all. Maybe you're on the right path. Yeah, yeah. like I'm it's not a, doing it as quickly as I would like to, but I'm still doing it and I'm still getting it done. Yeah. And I should be proud of myself for that. Yeah, making right. lists is also good because it's a nice visual reminder of, you know, oh, I already put in all this fucking work, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes it easier. Like, look at all I've accomplished. I can do the next task on the list or whatever. Exactly. Um, well, it's like. I always think about it like with anything you want to do there's like a list of things that are in accordance with that thing that you want done so like when you're knocking out those things on the list you're just doing everything according to the plan you know it's just it's all in accordance with whatever the goal is here so it's that's like how I think about it yeah it's just it's it's a, a real thing that there is like a way to do everything but there's probably mul- like you've said this before there's multiple ways to m- get to where you want that, yeah. that goal that end goal or whatever you know whatever it might be it's just 
finding whatever way works for you to do that and following a path is probably a good way to go about said thing, whatever said thing yeah, is. Yeah, and that's like an example. It's like, I don't Rather learn... than blind, I guess that's the alternative, is going into it blind or whatever. Just whatever comes to you, you deal with it then. But I mean, it is sometimes advantageous to go into it blind because it then you're be, open yeah. to new possibilities you might not have been otherwise because you kind of get tunnel vision if you're like oh i have to do things this certain way i think it's like it's like a, yeah and it's like a happy medium something like that with like you want to have a plan but also expect the unexpected or mm -hmm. like m always leave room for the unexpected you know because that might be the thing that makes you take a little longer or whatever right. with the process so you always got to be able to account for that it's like you can figure out the five W's, man. Who, what, when, where, why, but there's still shit you don't know about everything. <laughs> and then a so. random hurdle appears, and yeah, gotta find a way to leap. But I think that that's the interesting thing about the human condition as well is, as you had just mentioned, and you know, kind of um, reasserting what Trevor here has said in the past is that there are so many different ways to come to the same conclusion or get to the same end goal. Mm -hmm. And part of the human condition is we're all going to take probably a slightly different path or yeah. think about it or slightly like, differently or feel about it. what we, you think is different. the same path, it's going to be it, Yeah, like you different. can't replicate someone else's path. Because you, you, you are a different person and your yeah. conditions you will You walk in different, different shoes. Because like, you're talking about feelings and emotions and the way that you just think about things. You know, mm -hmm. all of these variables are so unique. different and unique within and amongst all of us that you know it, it gets interesting to think about at that point that's why like being on the same frequency or vibration whatever you want to call it as like other people is like such a good feeling because it's it's almost like how is this happening right now that we're experiencing such joy together but it's because you're both focusing or you're all focusing on a common goal a common, a common goal. good you bring up a good point with that, and I have a question to ask y'all based off that statement. Mm. Do y'all think that, because obviously we meet people in, you know, in all of our lives where it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's almost like this, like, I feel like we must have met at some point before type of feeling. Oh, that, that goes into, like, the past life shit, man, I don't know if there's necessarily past life kind of thing, but that sort of feeling of... Something about a familiarity. This person. There's that what do you think dictates that? Not even necessarily. A lot um, of people think it's that it, reincarnation stuff. I, it, I don't know. I wouldn't even necessarily call it a familiarity, but there's just that sort of comfort and that, you know, your wavelengths align, if you will. And mm -hmm. I never felt that as strong as I did uh, the day I met my girlfriend, Allie, actually. Um, and like that kind of feeling wow there's clearly something deeper to it that we don't understand and that led me down the rabbit hole of learning more about spirituality and souls and all that sort of thing um and eventually you know tumbling down into me now being way more religious than i previously was um because i i don't really have a clear answer but from what i've read from what i've heard uh, from these religions, this seems to correlate. And even if it's not exactly what they say it is, they were on the right track, if that makes sense. Is there any other further distinction that you could possibly make? Because, again, I, I feel like it, 
people feel. often I, I tend to see that people often feel it obviously with like a partner or a lover you know well, obviously but, with but, friends but, and stuff yeah but too, also yeah. with friends like you know but it's more it's see, more yeah. prominent within like the like the the love aspect of it so when i ran back into zach um I was uh, riding my fucking bike to Dan's house. It was like some shit from a movie, and, bro. <laughs> yeah, and he was out moving, and I just like yelled out, and we were talking, and in talking, I could just feel that because you know I've known him for what well, I think we were friends since no, it's like ten middle school now. or some shit, yeah, like ten years. Um, and I could tell that despite you know us not talking in a long time and all that shit, our wavelength had kind of gotten to a similar way in the manner in which we think from different paths and that's why i pitched the idea of hey would you want to do a podcast some shit because i can tell you're into a lot of the same things and then yeah, like, that sort of like you knew <laughs> yeah it's just like that connection that unspoken thing yeah it, yeah it's something you feel the realm that's but it, unseen, it's not a bro. physical feeling so i i don't know what else to call it other than a soul do you believe in souls like absolutely like for me like it could be like maybe we have to keep coming back into this fucking realm until we get it right and then we become enlightened and turn into fucking light and like disperse throughout the universe as a soul will or energy whatever you call this i don't know how it works really but it's like that's that's just a super interesting thing when you feel like I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be doing this. This feels right. These people feel good for me and they feel familiar to me and they this it's like that comfort. I don't know. It But you I'm, can I'm also feel the opposite to too. Wait, say it again. You can feel the opposite of that. Oh where yeah. Yes. Something's not right around here. People you and know this feels I got a bad feeling this about this. Wrong. You yes. know, like yeah, something <laughs> you know, you know you can't trust. I mean, there's even the phrase real recognize real because mm -hmm. there's that you know, sixth sense, if you will. Yeah. Um, I mean, what what do you believe? How would you explain that? Maybe we used to have a fucking antenna, bro, that we <laughs> telepathically communicated with that fell off <laughs> over time. And shit. Our tails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to be saiyans and shit. So I I actually do personally believe in reincarnation. Mm. Um, so a lot of my my ideology kind of stems from that. Mm -hmm. I feel like. You know, like 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 you hear even on, like like all those old tales, like oh, like birthmarks are a way that you have, you know, died in a past life potentially. You know what I mean? And, and, um, so I I definitely you know I've always kind of I've always kind of been fascinated with the idea of reincarnation, and you know this might be because um, my my father's mother, my grandma, who I've I, I only have one real memory of her and she was already sick and she passed away and she was a very 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 important figure in all of my dad's side of the family's lives this was your great-grandmother my my grandma my my father's mother oh, okay okay gotcha and um after she passed away her favorite bird was a cardinal mm -hmm. and um they you know the whole family always said like you know grandma always said you know mom always said that when she passed away she was gonna get she was gonna come back as a cardinal yeah and that's something that i was told that you know from damn near the moments that i first started having memories that you can remember that i can yeah. remember and there's been several moments throughout my life where 
and I, I swear to God, I shit you guys not, where, like, I have been broken down, I've been beaten, I've been at, you know, what I thought at the time was, like, my last whim, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just sitting underneath the lilac tree uh, that was at my strange little double dead-end alleyway in, in Cudahy there, yeah. and at the corner of that double dead-end alley, I've never seen an alleyway like that, but um, there was, like, this this big old lilac tree or bush or whatever the hell you want to call it. I think it's considered a bush. And uh, <clears throat> I would always just, like, sit under there. And I've, you know, had multiple occasions where, like, I was just like, kind of, like I said, broken down, beaten, unsure, you know, yeah. almost overwhelmed by the uncertainty of, you know, whether it was what I wanted to do, um, while I was going through, like, the trauma that my <clears throat> uh, parents' divorce was kind of creating for me and my sister at the time, um, it could be a, a multitude of things where a cardinal would come up. Like, I've I've been face-to-face with a cardinal several times in my life. And, like, oh, not like, oh, there's a cardinal just that flew by. Like, yeah. dead-ass yeah. a cardinal <clears throat> will fly up and, like... Like, sitting right here. Like, right there and just be like... yeah. Like while I'm in that situation, and and it just it it it, is, it shook me every time that it happened. It, oh, it yeah. is to my core almost, and if anything, it just made me. Did it just ha- reaffirmed those beliefs over and over over again. Like this is my grandma right here. Yeah. She's coming to me for some reason. Did you feel? In, did you feel in the moment like some like something weird like some weird feeling, or did you feel like instantaneously like this is a spiritual like thing that yeah, just like, happened? After, as we were talking like, about, did you feel that? Uh, that soul connection like did you interpret it as that immediately like as the presence of the spirit of your grandmother or did you immediately okay like as soon as internal internal like as soon as you know like i'm going through this and a cardinal would come up to me i'd be like oh shit yeah like like my heart would like my stomach would drop my heart would flutter it might be a weird thing if that exact stuff had happened to you and you didn't get that telling of your grandma loves cardinals. Your grandma's going to be, you know, she wants to be a cardinal type of right. thing. Like, then it would have just happened to you, and you would have had to interpret it how you would. Right. You know, yeah. which is so, you like, significant, like, like that yeah. you were able to actually make that interpretation and, like, internalize it as such. Like, it's huge, because it could have just as easily not fucking happened, like, in your life. But it did, evidently for a reason to you, you know? Yeah. Like, that's... It's awesome. So I so I even go as far as like you know not just the bad the bad situations that I've been in, but I've even taken it a little bit farther where like you know I've seen it come up in good situations too. So I kind of use it as like an omen almost now, yeah. where if you know I'm trying something new out or I'm in a new you know a new situation mm-hmm. or um, you know doing something that. You know, I, I, I was unsure about, and I see like a cardinal, or yeah. you know, I'll just be like, okay, I'm on the right path here. Yeah, I'm on the right like path it, here. it's like reassurance and shit. Yeah, it's definitely that's awesome. It's definitely affirmation. Yeah. Um, that kind of leads me to like another kind of question. Uh, it kind of ties in with all this stuff here. What do you guys think deja vu is? Oh, dude, like, because I have an interesting, I have an interesting well, theory about that. Real quick, I do want to ask, though, um, because obviously a lot of people think deja vu is something to do with reincarnation. Do you believe reincarnation is dictated by a being, a force, or, like, you know, how, how is that manifested? How does that manifest itself? Or do you feel like 
that's beyond you and you just feel the effects of it i feel like that particular question is a little bit beyond me i have i mean you hear all these you know because i'm a big believer in karma as well so you hear like one of the theories is like don't do anything if you believe in reincarnation don't do it don't be a shithead because you're going to be reincarnated as a fucking ant or something (laughs) (laughs) i would love to be a strawberry put that on the record (laughs) (laughs) that means some sugar baby damn (laughs) but but yeah i you know like I, i don't really know you know i don't know if that's maybe something because like think about it if Mm-hmm. If if we don't get a choice, would whatever it is, if reincarnation even is real, if it's even a feasible, you know, concept, right? If we didn't have a a choice, what the hell would have granted my my grandma, for example, to be the fucking thing that she wanted to? You know what I mean? Like, well, how do like, you know that it's you know necessarily reincarnation and it's not something like a guardian angel type situation? And, mm-hmm. you know, like sending sort of a, you know, cardinal, as it were, to signify to you yeah. that she's watching over you. But that, it's not she is the cardinal, but they are instead a messenger and a... Like an extension of her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean by, like, it's kind of beyond us. Like, if you look at the earth, like, as we visualize it, like a realm, like the ball is a realm then like those things would be outside of that realm and we don't know about that realm like, well how would they be outside of it if it's happening within it because they're dictating or not i don't want to say dictating but they're dictating i guess the things like the, the i don't want to say paranormal uh like the more mystical things that we can't explain like that i'm saying if we're giving them the power to to do that stuff like reincarnation and karma and these forces then like there must be uh something's doing that but like a force doing these things but we don't know what the like if it's a a council a council of people or deities of whatever or if it's just one central thing or if it's you know what i'm saying like i don't know what that is but we can recognize these forces and we determine them to be active and real but the sender or creator or whatever of them is just kind of that's that's far out bro <laughs> it's kind of far out literally like literally and figuratively it's, it's just like hard hard to put a finger on really it's a weird thing because i think it's interesting to ponder but i do agree that it's it's not important and that's one thing too that you know i think about like it may be important in the sense of acknowledging that there is like a prime mover or like somebody that's doing and, this and i shit. feel like that's how i sort of look at you know the judeo-christian beliefs of you know it's god is just how they recognize that force and yes it, yeah. it's not as it's the vital. recognition of it yeah like that's why i feel like genesis is kind of a shorter thing and then it gets into the story of uh you know the garden because that's more impactful it doesn't fucking matter how we came here it doesn't even really matter where we're going which is one thing that turns me away from christianity and the idea of heaven and hell so much because like judaism doesn't really focus on the afterlife because what's what's important and what should be important is the here and now mm. um and i was gonna and, and also because it's, it's it's like why are we so fascinated by these things well because it's like our inevitable fate and and there is no certainty with any of this and I feel like Mm -hmm. people like to wonder like people I mean that's why faith is so 
you know, is so prominent in, in my opinion, like one of the reasons why faith is so prominent is, is because it gives people that, at least that idea that they can kind of be settled with that thought, with those, with those feelings mm-hmm. and thoughts, at least yeah. like, oh, if I live a good life, if I, you know, you know, be the best person that I can, I don't hurt anybody um, maliciously, purposefully, then I will get my my golden ticket to it's wherever like, I'm going you in the afterlife, that, you know? And that's why, again, I lean a bit more towards Judaism in this sense of like, you know, Christianity has that focus of, oh, that golden ticket, I said, oh, I'm gonna go to heaven or whatever. But I don't think you should see it like that. You be a good person in the here and now because that's the best thing for you and for society uh, long-term. And even mm-hmm. if there is a cosmic force, you know, sort of dictating these things, be it God, be it fucking whatever it might be, um, you know, that isn't as important to the impact you have and can have here and now. And I feel like that's sort of moreover what the Torah and the Bible kind of preaches. Be a good person, make that impact. You will go through difficult things, but keep your head held high stick to your morals and you will make it out a better person at mm-hmm. the end i yeah and it's i i just don't know if the like the abrahamic religions necessarily like would you say that to you obviously they probably do hold more weight than like uh what's polytheism like you don't you find it less credible for there to be a, I, like a polytheistic faith than a monotheistic? Well, the way I kind of feel it is, as I said, it's not as important, mm-hmm. but there seems to be something that connects us all. Yeah. And it feels as if we are, in a sense, one, or there is one yeah. central pillar, not that it's spread out. And, you know, Judeo-Christian uh, beliefs, um, I might lean more towards them because our society was kind of founded on them. So, you know, as you were kind of talking about your upbringing had that huge impact on the person you are today. So I feel like that could play a part in why my beliefs are as such mm-hmm. and not say Hinduism or something. Yeah. Um, you didn't grow up with it. <laughs> yeah. And that's not to belittle that faith at all, but I found that the principles that, you know, are taught have helped me in my life to be more positive, to, yeah. get more done and just overall enjoy life more so whether I it's gonna end me up in heaven or not it's making me enjoy the time I have here much more and I think that's way more important part of faith than yeah and it's all like conceptualizations in a way where like at the end of the day uh, you could draw parallels between these different faiths but it's just like the conceptualization of like endpoint or middle points or well, whatever are different. That too, though, of like, you know, you look at some stories in faith. I don't remember exactly, but you were talking about, uh, I think it was a story with like Amun Ra or some shit, one of the yeah, yeah. Egyptian gods and how it kind of parallels, you know, that Christ like story. And I always talk about how fucking the story of Luke Skywalker is obviously yeah, it's the inspired. Same shit, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, these stories are passed down generation upon generation because. Not because, oh, this literally fucking happened and this is a historical event. No, because it's like... It's symbolic. It's symbolic and it's like there is value to be learned from 
the moral and the message of the story. You good? Yeah, there's a cat just digging into my leg. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I'd be doing that. No, I totally agree. It's the moral of the story. Right, yeah, yeah which is often forgotten. But So, yeah. uh, were you, uh, you know, raised, uh, were your parents religious, I guess? Because uh, I know you're obviously non-traditionally... Unorthodox. Yeah, unorthodox. Yeah. Uh, Were your parents more orthodox with things? So, you know, I was uh, baptized and, you know, I had communion and all that good stuff. I actually Mm -hmm. went to Sunday school um, up until I was about in sixth grade. And, uh, good old boy. Take a look at how it turned out. Um, From what I hear, Dan helped corrupt you <laughs> so bit, the way he makes bit, it up a bit. and uh so yeah i grew up catholic um i got i kind of cringe even having to bring that up you know what i mean because that's i would consider that you know the most i, I don't want to say i don't know if i'm saying div- like if i'm looking I'm for a word choice yeah so i was going to synagogue for a while back when i lived in racine <clears throat> almost every saturday um, but then I was sick one Saturday, so the next Sunday, uh, you know, the day after whatever, I was feeling better, and there was a church literally down the street, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, check out a Christian church, why not? Um, and it was a Catholic church, and I don't know, it was it was weird, and I've talked on the podcast multiple times about this experience, but it was just like, I don't know, something about it just felt off. It was like, what they were doing... Like in, culty? Yeah, it, it was like I was gonna say if, a hot take. Most religions are a cult. Cults. Yeah. I mean, in some sense. Oh, you think I, like I would sort of disagree like with this the, together. Yeah. But um, I would somewhat disagree. But Catholicism, I don't know, just the the way they were going about all the things and the ceremonies and all that overly. Well, I, I, I mean, I feel like I've seen it, like, throughout my life, and, you know, obviously, I've gone through, like, you know, my middle school angsty phase where I considered myself atheist, you know, without really Me too, knowing <laughs> much about that, you know, like, without oh, yeah. delving into other religions, without, you know, having a better understanding of, you know, different concepts other than the one that I was, you know, integrated into from a child. So, um, I, I I feel like Catholicism is it it just it stems from fear almost, and that never really jived with me very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I you know being honest, I fucking hated Sunday school, and not just be not just because like oh it, you know it was like another day of school, mm-hmm. you know on a weekend. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it was literally like the things that I was being, you know, kind of force fed on those, you know, in those classroom sessions. Yeah. They just didn't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. And it took. Any it, specific examples or just in general? I'll, I'll tell you the specific example that actually got me out of Sunday school. Okay. And I, and I, you know, tell this story a lot. If you've known me for a long time, this story is probably, you know, You've heard it. <laughs> you probably heard it. So, uh, one of my mother, one of my mother's best friends, um, you know, I call him my uncle. Okay. Call him Uncle B. Uncle B. And uh, <clears throat> you know, long term, long time friend, like 
best friends since they were in high school mm-hmm. and I've known them as such again since I started having memories yeah you know and uh, he is he is homosexual and has been for a very long time like he came out I believe like shortly after high school it might be mm-hmm. incorrect on that or it might have even been later into his 20s but he knew uh, he, he knew that he was feeling this way stemming from his high school days yeah. And, uh, you know, I was in Sunday school. I think it was like the summer going into sixth grade. And uh, the lesson that day was how homosexuality is a sin. And, you know, the professor, not a professor, the church teacher, you know, pastor, I don't even know who the fuck was teaching <laughs> yeah. that class at this point anymore, um, who was leading that classroom session was just going on about how, you know, you're going to burn in hell if, if you know, you feel this way or if you enact in these types of behaviors. It's real crazy that, like, I, I've, I, like, I never had that experience. I went to church quite a bit with my mother when I was younger and stuff, but, I, like, I've had a lot of people that went to private school and Sunday school like you and had the same thing where, like, they were like, you'll be burned at, at the stake for doing this or that, and it's like... That would really do something to you. It did. It will go one of two ways for you. It did. And, and like, usually, like, you know, one of the things that I do really like about religion is, you know, I feel like it is there to help people set, like, that moral code. Mm-hmm. But all throughout my life, I feel like I didn't need that because my parents were helping me set that moral code. Yeah. But wouldn't you say that their moral code was sort of set up because of that faith in some sense? Perhaps that's something Mm -hmm. that I would need to ask them, you know, Um, but definitely perhaps. But what it comes down to is, as the story goes, you know, my happy ass, you know, (laughs) didn't feel right about just kind of listening to this in my eyes, bullshit. Yeah. So I, you know, raised my hand and I said, you know, my Uncle B is homosexual and I think he's a good person and I'll never forget what I was told. Your Uncle B is a sinner. What he is doing is wrong and he's going to burn in hell with all the other sinners for all of eternity. Yeah. With a dead-ass look on, on her face. And I mm-hmm. literally so- went home that day and I told my mom about this. And that was one of the few times, you know, every single time I had stressed how I didn't like Sunday school, how I didn't, how it didn't jive with me. And it wasn't just because of the classroom setting. It was something about the lessons being taught. The, it just yeah. wasn't clicking. Like I understood everything and I was taking in information. I feel like I've always been a good student. Mm-hmm. That was one of the few times, probably the only time that my mom kind of like s- stopped in her tracks when I said that. And asked for more clarification. Didn't just give me like the well, you know, like it's important to me and your father that you, you know, that you at least complete this or this, you know. Right. It was, what did you just say? Mm-hmm. And I like retold it, and I was just like, I don't feel right about like I, you know, as a going into wrong. sixth grade, like this feels wrong. Yeah. Like y'all, like you always taught me, mom, that like this is this is okay, and that you know he, he I, that you love him, and that yeah, yeah. And then. Except Everyone him. should love him and yeah. accept him for who he is. Right. And uh, yeah, I feel you like know. that idea goes so against the teachings of Jesus Christ himself. But they look at it like you the, made a violation, hate so the now sin, not the sinner. Right. We're gonna violate you because you violated our code, type of thing. Which is like it's this weird game of stupidity. So, my view of Catholicism <laughs> has always kind of been like, you know, humankind 
moreover men sort of have this uh, inclination towards tyranny and wanting power mm -hmm. and i feel like also also part they, of the human condition yeah, yeah. like hierarchies established <laughs> exactly naturally it's, it's a thing and i feel like christianity was spreading and some guys saw this and started being like oh we can use this to enforce sort of laws because people are going by this and they mm -hmm. sort of took advantage of that to the point that you know um but why is it stated in in the Bible, then, as such, do you think that it runs as, that as deep, like that homosexuality is a sin? Like, do I do you think, think that it, it, so was, it was used as a manipulating factor from the beginning, or not? From the beginning, so or how was it integrated? It, so, my thought on the homosexuality thing, um, obviously, hate the sinner, not the, or hate, not, hate the sin, not the sinner. Yeah. Um, but think of it in terms of pre-scarcity we live nowadays where it doesn't matter as much but i mean it still does kind of because population is going down but back then especially population mattered way more no i, I feel and that even, even that today, was though, sort of why it was like like don't do that because yeah i was gonna say even today though it's like there, you can't ignore like that fundamental aspect of like the pussy hole was made for a reason and the dick was made for a reason they're meant to be in union and combined together to like make life and then that life could be a really great force for more life and like so on and so forth and when you break that cycle that's like the sin or whatever but like like you said hate the sin not the sinner don't don't damn that person to hell just yeah. be like damn that bro that kind of sucks that you're not going to have kids beautiful children that come from you but it is what it is like yeah. that's just as far as the hate should go or whatever like it's unfortunate that i you guess don't you don't get to express children <laughs> but it's it is what it is that's a personal decision that they couldn't look to respect those many thousands of years ago like if you make that like the greeks did it the, the romans did it it was open homosexuality but then those things fall so it's like i don't and there's also the idea of <clears throat> everything falls so there's also the idea of and it ties into you know don't uh have sex before marriage you know hmm. um of like there's reasons like, for that and it's just well the idea too is to you know the reason to join with somebody like that is usually it's supposed to be to procreate if you will mm -hmm. so then they view it as too well since it's not appropriate it's strictly for lust and pleasure which yes. the bible also is against so that is another reason it's against that if you will um right I feel and, like and that's saying. that's one thing too of like i don't know fully where i stand with it because i understand where it's coming from but i don't think it's a bad thing if you you know choose are, that yeah if you choose that bro i look at it like it doesn't hurt me but like it hurts your lineage like it's like you're not going to be able to have kids if you that's just what it is like it doesn't hurt me it hurts your lineage it, it's, right but just to even put it a little bit further i don't think it's even a choice you know at, at, yeah that's why i'm yeah. like 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 people feel how they f feel and you are who you are now again we can go into all the many things that go into someone's upbringing or, or whatnot but i definitely do believe to the core again going back to the soul question like we do have a soul and like mm. well I, I think that these things are kind of 
predetermined for us. Like, well, to play devil's advocate, uh, we talked about how tyranny is part of the human condition and also, you know, wanting things that, you know, they give you that instant gratification, but they're not worth it. Like an addict's going to want another fix mm-hmm. and that's not good for them, but they feel like that's what they want. And that argument could be made in sense of homosexuality, but I, I, I don't know, because I've definitely... Well, it's not like, okay, look, even if they're <clears throat> predestined to be a same-sex lover, it doesn't change the fact that you have the genitalia that you were, you were born with that you could use to, to procreate, but you're choosing to not use. Like, it doesn't erase that. You're choosing to not use that. Like, you're, you're still making a choice, whether it's a non-choice or not. Like, whether you're not choosing to do it or you're choosing to do it you're still making a choice like so that doesn't go away but it's like it doesn't matter like to the next guy or the next woman if you do that like the the only way it should matter for them is if they care about you having kids but should anybody care about that i don't know like that's that's weird and and that's kind of too what i was saying of like you know back in the day when population mattered a lot more yeah then it's a more drastic thing but for sure i get you yeah modern days it's like that becomes much un like muddier and less clear what if that's such a big deal or not but like as as, you know there is definitely people who were born with such you know Mm -hmm. proclivity um but then it's it's weird because there's also people who were born, you know, with murderous thoughts and shit. Like. Yeah, <laughs> different things. So it, it's it's a weird fucking subject to be honest. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's truly personal too. Yeah, it's truly personal. Where and I can't speak on it. I feel like as well because I I'm not fucking gay, so it's like I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I well, yeah, like I can't. I can't fully say how they feel. Mm-hmm. I can just say what I know from other things but i don't know how comparable those necessarily are yeah well i'm saying like yeah i don't know i just try to look at things like objective like that like even like let's just pretend we are all gay then what like what's what are still the facts of the matter you know like do you have the ability to do this and you're not doing it do you have the ability to do that but you're you don't feel like it. You don't feel in accordance with it. You don't feel in alignment with it. You don't feel in like, like you've, I mean, you've talked about a lot of times, your feelings aren't often the truth. They're just how you feel. And like, if you dig a little bit deeper than your feelings, you can find the truth sometimes. It's just the circumstances of the situation make your feelings kind of, they stir them up a bit, your emotions. So it's, it's hard to get that shit under control, but it's like, that's kind of part of the objective of being a human as well is like understanding and then hopefully putting some extent of control on your emotions you know like yeah mm-hmm. just yeah yeah just uh it's a complex fucking uh, issue not issue but topic topic if yeah. you will yeah it, it should be a non-issue but it, it is an issue it's like that's the weird part of it the paradox of it i mean it things have obviously gotten better and then worse again in this country for example and then you know now it, it's kind of leveled out speaking about you know like uh r- r- just rights across the board but like people are 
in other places in the world, like well, they're not. They yeah. can still get fucking killed. The yeah. type shit for yeah. for this. Yeah, and I this. think that's way too far. As I said, hate the sin, not the sinner. Yeah, know? it's just like that's like, such a weird thing of like. They might even know that the way they're responding to things is like harsh or wrong or whatever, but they, they've been like trained to react this way and taught Completely. to react this way or whatever, and it, like. It, they look at, like, I don't know how they look at it, but I'm imagining that people that really believe those things, like, that people are damned for doing A, B, or C, that it's, like, they're looking at it like they're just being preventative. Like, they're trying to prevent bad things from brewing or whatever. And it's, like, I get that mentality, yeah, it, but it's, like... Because that's, like, another thing, too, of, like... Um, in, it's, it's always kind of been my thought of, you know, people trying to push faith is because they're trying to Instill they believe good, this is right to you yeah, yeah so they're trying to help you because you should want to spread positivity but when they but do a lot it, of people go about it in the wrong way when, yeah think. when they do it through force or bloodshed or uh, traumatizing stories and shit then mm-hmm. it's like where is this really what the one true loving god would want like you know, yeah, it needs uh, to, to be, from to a be place fear-mongering everybody and shit. That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what's crazy. So, and it's and it's even interesting to have like, cause I cause I have like a little bit of a personal relation to this. Like I I met a I met a gentleman um, in my travels. Uh, actually, a good friend of of um, other close family friends. And this one gets a little bit dicey, so I don't even want to say like a letter with this one was we'll call him Welcome. yeah was we'll call Stanley. him yeah Stanley <laughs> and uh Stanley you know grew up in Egypt oh boy yeah and uh you know he was back over there again homosexual back over there at one point in time and this was not even that long ago within like the past like three years now maybe mm-hmm. four years and uh there was some you know Egypt has seen its own crazy shit been going down obviously with like the I forgot that that leader's name over there oh yeah i don't know either but yeah I, but, I, but you I know what i'm talking about shit, yeah. yeah and uh <laughs> for sure so that country's been going through a bunch of turmoil right and it got to a point where like he was back uh in his homeland in in egypt and he like participated in a uh, like a lgbtq uh like type of like march yeah whatever. march and yeah. They actually grabbed him off the street, and no one heard from him for weeks. Oh, like, God. everyone, no one had an idea. And then eventually, um, his family was alerted by the Egyptian government that they had detained him for some some reason that they fucking made up. made up, you know. And, you know, details have come, since then, have come to light that they held him for weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks, even, you know, just, I would say borderline tortured him, you know, no food, no water for days on end. Straight Again, slavery. No, yeah, like straight, like keeping him in a cell, trying, you know, no contact with the outside world at all. Like, and it, it became, you know, a huge issue trying to get him out. I actually don't know the story of how he got out because after he got out, the stories that I've heard from my close family friends is he came out different. Mm. like like I like just kind of like it wiped himself him. it changed yeah. him wiped himself off of like you know society's fucking face and just disappeared yeah. and 
you know, I, I still think about him like pretty frequently, actually. Like, I wonder how he's doing. Like, yeah. I wonder where he's at right now. Yeah. Because I've yeah. shared great space with this with this person right. with this soul, and I I would you know I have a, a lot of love for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, and he he's always was like one of the sweetest people. And you know, I'm I'm just thinking about like the traumatic traumatic experiences that he went through, locked away in a fucking. I mean. I'm sure he was wondering multiple times or throughout that, am I, is this, is this where I'm going to fucking die? Yeah. Like, is this where my life is? Is this it? Because I fucking, because I am a type of way and I feel a type of way about, you know, other people. And, and I was trying to, you know, voice my support for that. Right. And get grabbed off off the street and then fucking borderline tortured. Made, yeah, made yeah. into a slave. I yeah. mean, honestly, I think like fucking solitary confinement is a terrible form of torture, if you will. It is because yeah. we are social creatures. So to deprive mm-hmm. us of that mm-hmm. is, I mean, people lose. It's their one of the worst mind. things you could do to yeah. a person. Like, like, well, that alone can drive you insane. Well, yeah, like, that's the so, point of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. like, like it's the, to break your the thing your is, will. So, like after a certain amount of that, you literally will more than likely you start thinking, "I'd rather not exist than exist in this way." Like, I this, this can't be my life. Like, I don't want this to be my life. You know, like it's. But when it comes to all like forms of torture technique, I mean. If you think about it, they don't make fucking sense because at a certain point, like, if you do break that person's will, who's to say that they just are not saying what you want to fucking hear just to have some sort of hope to get out of that situation? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why... Like, you've made a zombie almost. Yeah, that like, that's yeah. why, like, you know, that's why fucking torture is against, you know, even, oh, like, the, like, the... What's the code? The military code? Right yeah, the... the oh, yeah. Like... But yet here, I mean, all countries still fucking participate in yeah, that. Yeah, There's yeah. no doubt about that. Way. In yeah, some yeah, way, yeah, shape, or form. Um, it's not a war crime the first time until you get caught, really. right? Right, right. And it's like, oh, well, this technically wasn't in there, so it's okay. We'll, we'll add it now, though, and then they'll or figure like, some other sh- fucking workaround. It's like rules and regulations like that are, like, made for, like, rules for thee, not for me. Like, rules for... Not the ruling powers, but <laughs> rules for everybody else that aren't the ruling powers and shit. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I think that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it, it, problem. It, it should be <laughs> rules for everybody, yeah. but or no rules at all. But that people think no rules at all leads to fucking total anarchy, and I don't know about that. Like, yeah, you need anarchy, you need order, but like I'm an anarchist in the sense of I don't believe any body of government has proven to work but i'm not an anarchist in the sense if i don't want everybody tribally killing each other out here in the streets and shit you know one of the things even though it happens anyway one of the things i learned in my higher higher education as well is um learning about that pattern specifically that that you just um mentioned is no government has it always turns Re- to tyranny. Always. It always turns to tyranny, and it is a cycle. It is literally yeah. a cycle. And and they're not here to help you, bro. And, and, and when you start looking at, like, the United States, like, you look at all the major, you know, you know regimes or dynasties or, or what have you, um, they've all, you know, 
Rome. Yeah, we're we're emulating Greece. like these ancient like cultures. Like they've all though, gone yeah. through Middle East countries in the Middle East. Like they've all gone through so many different phases of collapse and and rebuild uh, and, and, and rebuild. Yeah. And when you look at our country, you know, objectively like we're only fucking like a little bit over, like, what is it, two, few, few two years yeah, old, like, think, like yeah. less than 300, mm-hmm. or maybe a little bit, like, 1776, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, two and so, a half, yeah. so, like, yeah, about, like, two and a half, or two, 250 years, everyone, and this kind of, kind of goes into, like, you know, my minor's political science, and it, my major was political science until I started learning more about it, and I was just like, fuck this, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to major in this, um, but, like, I don't like the idea that is so oftenly spoken in this country of like, oh, well, there's nothing that we can do about it. Yeah, I hate that. You know what I mean? It's just like, there's nothing we can do about it. We can fucking revolt like any other fucking (laughs) (laughs) people have done in the past. Yeah, anytime, (laughs) anytime, like, like, let's just take like the lockdowns and mandates, for example, like Mm. as a example of government outreach been going too far like anytime something like that happens and people are like all up in arms about it I'm just like there's gonna be bloodshed eventually like we just Mm -hmm. it might might be in our lifetime might be in our kids lifetime who knows but there's there's gonna be bloodshed soon eventually if they keep overreaching like it's just it's 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 how it goes every time bro every time that's why politically I would say I'm a conservative because I believe our country was founded on well we we escaped tyranny you know of the fucking king and shit and it was set up in a way so that hopefully we could stave off that inevitable tyrannical energy yeah (laughs) that that build as you said is so evident looking at history of you know people end up taking too much power and shit hits the fan and our country was sort of founded on the government's just kind of there to make sure we're not killing each other and to make sure, you know, you're not infringing on each other's human rights. It's weird and that's because all it should be and nothing more. Go, go, I think I, like, learned about this a while ago, bro, and I can't put it into exact, like, intelligent words, but it's, like, government's basically like a cancer. Like, they're like a cancer cell, and then the way that a cancer cell will just grow and assume the space of where the other cells were supposed to be, that's what government does to the country. Like, they start assuming uh positions where the free market could just operate or solve it on its own and it's eventually becomes such a large problem that you need to operate or revolt against the the cancer and it's like it's really crazy and like how that is a thing that happens within human bodies and then it happens within larger governmental bodies or like populations too of people and just as above, so below, bro. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, corruption spreads, and mm-hmm. tyranny is part of the uh, human condition, as you said earlier. And so, people who get that little taste of power are going to try and increase Growing. that amount yeah. of power. Yeah. And that's where you have these career politicians who get paid way fucking more than they should <laughs> and have way more say well, over our lives than the thing is really it's just should. like the, my biggest driving point with the politicians is like who feels represented by these people like do you do you you know what i'm saying like you ask anybody why around you're supposed you to like, like no like that's why you need to vote but then it's like 
Oh, well, or the both... opposite. See, they're a Democrat fucking me in the ass or a conservative fucking me in the ass. Yeah. Well, the two-party system, and again, I feel like I know a little bit about a little bit about this. Hey, bro, speak <laughs> your piece, bro. And you know, the two-party system doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it, it's it like is, made to fail. It is, at least at this point, operating to fail. I don't know if it was made to fail, um, but it's it's operating as such at this point, where there is you know, too much power going on within too few or too little of, a, of an amount of circles. So it's just kind of getting tossed around. And, you know, like me and Trevor talk about this a decent amount because I, I feel like I'm assuming that you respect my opinion in the yeah. way that I debate and whatnot. Like, I consider myself like a democratic socialist progressive. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes that far. Take 40% of my taxes if you know people are gonna be able to prosper like especially people in conditions and situations that are way worse than mine Mm -hmm. like i'm cool with that i see that as giving the government more power because you're giving them more money and being like here do with this money what you think is appropriate and i think that's problem where they they should allow the free market to do that but the thing is the free market might not do that like they might not yeah, I think it, like, it doesn't matter where you come from as long as you have the same opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And as we began this podcast with the uh, go-getter mentality, as long as you have that, you can succeed here. And I think that's way more beneficial than, right. like, you know, it's kind of Like you have a soft spot for people that, like we were mentioning at the beginning, I think we all kind of have a soft spot for these people that are disenfranchised and might not understand what the clear path forward is. Mm -hmm. But you're willing to go as far as give Papa government however many dollars to put into programs and Right, exactly. But I I want to also state no form of, you know, no system is going to go with, you know, without lacking without a hitch and shit. without yeah. you know a, 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 there's double-edged swords to every mm-hmm. situation or system that you put in place and no, no yeah. matter and what some people are going you to let the free market go and then you get big tech technocracies or whatever like amazon right. and google <clears> and shit so it's like it, you're right absolutely it, it doesn't always work good no matter what freaking way you do it so like unless like we go back to the old fucking days where <laughs> everyone in town is going to the motherfucking you know the the, the fucking session the, or, the, yeah. the the town hall the, yeah, exactly. you know what i mean and like actually speaking their own, own opinions yeah. you know but i do think that's a problem too with uh i feel like we've gotten you know a lot of social programs if you will and it's grown the federal government too far mm-hmm. because our country was founded on the federal government's just there to make sure the you know constitution and you know people have their basic human rights mm-hmm. not infringed upon but there's whack and ass shit that even goes we were supposed into to that, what there's whack ass shit that even goes into the constitution because the people making amendments and laws are humans just like you, all of us here and sometimes people have whack ass fucking ideologies, shit, yeah. I- ideologies and agendas. Like, yeah. like look at like they were again like, like I, I was saying for years. For example, and I'll just give this uh, this as an example, like Roe versus Wade. Like, I was telling people for years, like, yo, if you know a conservative gets in office and they get the opportunity to throw a couple motherfuckers on the Supreme Court. 
that's just getting overturned. That's going to be their one of their prime agendas right off the bat. And for years, people would be like, "Nah, they would never. They would never touch that. They would never fucking touch that." Like women have rights. Obviously, oh, they they should I have rights. Like, how could they touch because that? Because they gave the right back to the states to decide. That's fucked up. Okay, well, but people <laughs> who, you know, think abortion's fine, they fucking, um, you know, they're gonna vote, and then it's legal where they live. And then all the people who, you know, are pro-life or whatever, living out in the fucking boonies and shit, they have their laws how they wanted them. That's how it's supposed to be. But what if they're in the same state? Like, you know, you know same state and, you know, you, you so know like, what if by the, proximity the, they can't move? Like, they have a child there, but like, what if they both together. Vote, like, to not have it, and then there's, like, I don't know, thousands of girls that get untreated or whatever don't get their treatment because they're... they're like how it is, you know. Uh, I don't know, bro. It should be a personal. It's a personal choice, bro. Like you, you face the consequences for what you do with that life that you're carrying. You face those consequences. Maybe not in this life. Maybe you'll but ignore even that. But if you you'll, see it, you'll face as, it later. You know, immoral. Fucking, if you don't see it necessarily as a life or whatever, you have to make the decision to have intercourse to have a child mm-hmm. well yeah you have to do the process that makes life yeah yeah so and i and that's I, I guess it just leads in and again this is in no way i mean trevor me and you have debated about all types of yeah. topics all over the place yeah and i love and this is no way any type of respect you. you're yeah. very well informed and shit on things that disagree with and that's why i love yeah, so, so so please don't take any of my words as an attack or, I you know, I love you as a person. Yeah, and I think that you're a very inter, uh, intelligent individual as well. But, you know, you, you, you're going off of like, oh, well, you feel this type of way and you feel like the government shouldn't have <clears throat> too much of a say in people's lives. And that's why you kind of lean a little bit conservative. But yet I would argue that the, you know, the a lot of the agendas that are actually coming down to affecting actual humanitarian rights come from the conservative end. Like, like when it comes down to, like, democratic rights, and I, again, I've told you this before, I agree with the Second Amendment, but at the end of the day, that's a fucking gun. You know what I mean? That That's the right to bear arms, for example, where, like, mm-hmm. oftentimes it's the other side that I see that it's coming up with these crazy-ass ideologies of... Women shouldn't have the rights to control their own bodies. Someone shouldn't be able to be well, fucking transgender that's, and that's et cetera, a huge et cetera, debate et of um, the uh, abortion thing, if you will. If you're pro-life, we'll consider it a life. And the Constitution and whatnot is to protect the rights of all human life. So if you consider that a human life, then that is in well, it is due the right to well, live. And it's right. more like you said. It's more about like you having to go through that like sacred fundamental process of fucking in order to get that life you say sacred fundamental process and then you're just like fucking because that's like because that's the duality of that bro it's like it just gets looked at like fucking but it's like this sacred thing bro yeah and then when like they're trying to get like taking away the ability to abort is supposed to be like instilling that principle super deep down hard into your fucking brain that you should value life so much that you don't just fuck with that process. You don't just willy-nilly fuck with that process. But it's their choice, bro. 
they can do that if they want to. But then that's if, their karma to But bear. then as a consequence, if you get pregnant, you don't get to just terminate the life, if you will. Well, that's the consequence of your actions. Morally, you don't, but they do get to. Like, yeah. I think they should have the choice. Yeah, mm. it's just uh, I just yeah exactly. It's, I'm not you, for that's one. Have you that, guys known anybody who's actually gotten an abortion at all? Like yeah. from school, yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like girls, have yeah. you talked to any of these people about that? Because I've not deeply. You know, because be I've had in a couple few d- deeper conversations with people who have you know had to make I'll, that cho- that decision. You hopefully, get into it. I'll just say like my outside looking in i don't i didn't dig too deep onto what they were going through but i just figure it's they're not in a position to handle it whatever it is i'm talking about more or less the actual effect that it has on that person you know what i mean like uh, most people are not mentally mentally i'm more or less talking about like a lot of people are not like going and making the you know a decision like that willy-nilly like skipping, like, like, skipping like, to their you know what i mean yeah, yeah like it, it is a very deeply rooted fucking well, yeah, battle like, yeah. that these that these women ultimately end up going through and it they they come out different and they they really do most people do again i can't speak for <laughs> yeah i know what you mean. every anyone other than myself but like what i've kind of had conversations about with people who have kind of had to you know whether they felt like they had to or just felt like it was just a conscious conscientious like you know decision to do it even that they didn't necessarily quote unquote have to mm-hmm. it's still something that weighs on their conscience and probably does forever if not yeah, yeah. if not forever a very 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 long time that mm-hmm. thought too you know we've kind of talked about you have these like spiritual feeling connections and part of me feels as if you feel that guilt because you know you are terminating a life or, you know, take the pro-choice well, yeah, exactly. potential that, life. And potential life. There is yeah. potential life there that is no longer there. Yeah, and, that's the huge factor. And, like... That potential life could have been the savior of fucking humanity. But you're, like, people don't believe that. Yeah. don't believe it. Bro. And... I don't know. I think it's sort of a selfish thing. If you decided to selfishly engage in lust and you happen to get pregnant, whatever, mm-hmm. well, you know, even if you're not ready to be a parent, you got to kind of step up and be that parent for that kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's fucking difficult, but people do it. You're saying, like, yeah. It, it's just weird. You'll because... grow as a person. It's Life has many hurdles that are unexpected. And you adapt and you overcome and and it, but again that there's a double-edged sword with that as well just like i said there is with all things like some people will take a you know a, a situation that was unexpected and you hear it all the time you know you hear stories of someone getting you know for example pregnant unexpectedly and then all of a sudden you know after the fact it, it's like the rhetoric the the rhetoric of well you were the best thing that ever happened to me, and I'm glad that it happened. But on the flip side of the coin, some people, without having the ability or opportunity to make that choice, it just kind of funnels into more damaged people. You know what I mean? Like, again, I come from a a family, although divorced, they 
both are very, very loving and, and cared a lot about my upbringing and who the, the man that they were, you know, helping raise. Mm-hmm. So many people don't get that fucking lucky. Like, like, I mean, even in my profession alone, like there are people, there are kids that are calling in for like their first credit card, for example. And I almost feel like I, like I purposefully, I, I, and almost instinctually take it upon myself to like ask them further questions like you know i see that this is the first time they're ever applying for credit i yeah you know i i take it upon myself to go that extra step farther ask those questions do you know anything about this like legitimately do you know like anything about this and we'll be like honestly no yeah no no (laughs) and it's just like and it's like those moments right there where i just kind of like lean back in my chair and i'm like god damn like you're so thankful. Yeah, I'm for... thankful as fuck, dude. Yeah. Because, like, you know, all throughout, like, even in, like, when I was, like, a junior, senior in high school, my mom would, like, take me aside and at least show me some of the things about the taxes. Or when she was doing my taxes, even after high school, um, even if I wasn't sitting with her, she would at least explain major key points of, you know, what she's doing along the process, See, like, looking for certain I, credits, I this, that, and the other thing. I think that's the beauty of life and you know, the American dream, if you will, of, you know, you are then sharing that information. They don't have that, but they are going and they are getting it because they felt like that was the path to take. Off a dude named Zach, though, on, on a phone call working for a bank. <laughs> yeah, right. You know but what I mean? It like, doesn't that's, matter where that's you learn the thing from. Sad as fuck. Like, that should be coming from your inner, your inner circle, the people that are that helped well, create you. And Why does it matter where the knowledge comes from as long as you're obtaining the knowledge? But no, and you, that fu- you, you have fundamentally the agree, too. though, that like it should come from your parents. Just set a good example. If I agree, can. but not everybody, not everyone's parents can, and you can't right. choose where you come from. But you can well, choose where you go from there. A lot of people's parents can, but they won't. That's another. And that thing, that's too. the that's <laughs> one of the major factors. They can, but they, won't. they can, but they won't, and that's kind of leading, <clears throat> tying it all back in. Like when you know some people don't want to be a parent or maybe they're just not fit to be mm-hmm. you know a, a really mature understanding caring enough individual to raise a whole another fucking human being or soul but it's so hard but to, then you're obligated to do such as that's what i'm saying like yeah. the extermination of that pot- potential life is a better option than I don't know, adoption or maybe getting abused and then escaping your abuse when you become older and realize what you've been through and what you don't want and shit. Like, if, like I'm saying that the parent's not going to do their part, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. the, the child has to come, come to their, come and into their own. And you can't choose where you come from, but you should still get the opportunity to choose where you go from there. Yeah, and you're like, kind of taking that like, opportunity in away. In other words, if you're going to be a shitty-ass mom or dad, you don't, that doesn't mean that you should get rid of your fucking baby. It's like It means you, you should, should try to be a you better should, fucking you should, parent. You should use that as like a paradigm shift to become a greater fucking person and shit. But like, in a perfect world, that's how it would yeah, work. Yeah, but people don't do that. They go the other way a lot of times, like, which is what you're saying. So it's like, damn, bro. I don't know. <laughs> it, it is a complex thing with a lot of Yeah, I, I still think it's totally their choice, bro. Like, even if you implement infinite laws, it's still their choice. Like, it doesn't matter. But, like, 
do I understand where the law comes from? For sure. It's just like the value of life. It's I mean, just... yeah, at the end of the day, people will do what they want to do, whether or not there's a one, law One, and that's literally what I was just about to say, too. You know, again, you can create infinite laws, but at the end of the day, people are going to do whatever the fuck like, they Like, how are you going to say do? because of a law that it's not their choice when the natural, obvious thing is that it's their choice? Naturally. Like, yeah. You can't go against nature. Like, But then the hope is that, well... As you said, there's a lot of people who kind of debate and struggle that. And instead of them debating, oh, am I going to get an abortion or not? They're debating, how am I going to step up when this kid's out? And mm -hmm. how am I going to be this better parent? Because that will be the case for, I would think, at least 40% of the people who are kind of on the fence, if not more than that. Um, it's just where they're... Yeah, some people yeah. aren't built that way. So to have they the aren't. option sort of taken out unless you want to go it's going to deduce it at least yeah like you're saying it should strengthen the population essentially to like yeah have that law and, yeah and that it will hopefully make better parents long term but see it's the, always back and forth like the like a pendulum bro so mm. it's like it had to be that way for so long for it to go back this way for it to eventually go back the other way again it's gonna go back the other way again it's just like it's like the inversions of each other are made to 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 exist like well what happens is laws get made and then generations down the line people don't realize why the law was made so then they're like we don't fucking need this law it's stupid and then they suffer the ramifications of why that law was put there in the first place yeah like that's like you said that many times and that's like the, just the truth of it like that's it's very true it's like generationally you become ignorant and then be, well, it's because, like... You, you don't realize the foundation that builds... Yeah, you like, don't, you don't realize how these stones were placed. Yeah, exactly. you don't realize it because there's not necessarily, like, a history fucking lesson that teaches you about the decades and the things that were changed or amended or implemented or... So when changing law should it... That's another thing of it's touchy because... It's like playing fucking Jenga. You don't know if <laughs> yeah. pulling this one's out going to topple the whole tower, tower yeah. or not, and... Mm -hmm. I assume we don't want the tower to fall, whether which side of the political spheres fall on, unless you're a fucking anarchist, I guess. But yeah, you know, you want it to be as strong as it can be. But yeah, these pieces are kind of rotten. Let's try to replace them or remove them outright. Yeah, they're non-essential. <sighs> fucking a. There's it, just so much depth to it, and well, I say all the time uh, that like, oh, uh, you know, even when I'm talking about my own you know, beliefs, you know, that stem from, or, you know, st stemming from political kind of ideology. Uh, it's like a true democratic, like socialist way of thinking is so multifaceted. Like, again, there's so many specific nuances or topics that you can take and try to pick apart but really, like, there's so many, so many of those topics that all are integrated with each other that kind of create that way of thinking. Like, there's not any one thing that you can do that all of a sudden things are just going to be better. It's mm -hmm. like you need to implement many things all so, around, the, if, if not at the same time, around the same time, and then see how it goes and see how, you know, 
is there going to be pushback from that? Is there going to be, you know, um, disdain towards that change? And I would like to think that, again, like, I mean, we're a powerhouse nation. You know, one, you know, many people would consider us one of the greatest nations, if not the greatest nation in the world, right? That's how it's made out to be. That's how it's made out to be, but, like, at the same time, why, if you ask the common citizen here, why doesn't, you know, unless you have a fucking glorified, you know, national pride instilled within you, which that's cool to have, I totally get it, but, like, when it comes down to the bare bones of things, a lot of people don't feel that way. They're not feeling like they're accommodated for. Well, they don't um, feel like they're being taken care of. a lot of disputes, uh, bro. It's so hard now to just stay consent, to, consent, to stay content <laughs> when there's all these ways to look through the fence into your neighbor's yard. Essentially, yeah. it's, it's easy to fucking... It, you don't realize all these things you have because you've always had them, so you always want more. Yeah, and it's it's kind of it's like, like <clears throat> I was gonna mention initially the point of like the disenfranchised individual, or better yet, the disenfranchised American. Like that's like a real archetype, if you will, of like type of people that live here. And it's like, at the end of the day, bro. Like, I believe some of them, and obviously I'm saying some, not all of them. They, but they, there's a fair bit they of them need that to exist. Like, they, essentially. That sure, but I feel like a lot of them are kind of entitled and mm. act as if they are owed things because... Or, I don't, or I don't, like, why don't I have this or that or whatever? It's like, and because it's you like, didn't work for it yeah. type of thing. Okay. And, I know you what know. you're saying. But then there's levels to the disenfranchised because, like, we're all maybe a little disenfranchised to an extent. I don't want to put that label on anybody, yeah. but, like... Then I told you about my trip to New York. I went to upstate New York where my family's from. And it's yeah. like, holy bum fuck up there. Like, no resources, no opportunity. Literally disenfranchised. Literally disenfranchised. And then I'm you pretty come sure back Flint, here, Michigan still has dirty water. Yeah, which shit. is fucked. Type <laughs> shit. And that's where it's like... But we got to fund Ukraine's war, bro. Exactly. It's all fund about the Slavic like, Civil War. Like, people see the government doing shit like that, and they're like... They won't fix Flint. Why would we give them resources to fucking do anything? But, like, at the end of the day, like you said, there's, like, many things that need to be enacted and put into place. And, like, there's obviously funding that needs to be provided for these things. So you, like, need the government. See, like, those essential things, that's the sort of thing that the government should be in charge of. But, like... You know, all these things you're talking about, pay more tax and all that. As you said yourself, tyranny seeps its way into the cracks of governments regardless. That's why it's like... So I feel like going the socialist route, how is it not going to eventually turn into some sort of Stalinism as tyranny seeps its way in? Somebody has to decide where this money's going. They pretty much use the guise of, like, helping people to, like, hurt a lot more people. Yeah. Essentially. So, like... How are we not going to let that happen again? I don't know. But communism and socialism are very, very... They're similar in some aspects, but they're different. You and, need to have socialism and Stalinism and is, the other way, I think. you know, rooted through... corruption of it. ...is rooted through communism, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. Socialism drags a little bit more roots, you know, and 
finds more similarity in communism than what I'm speaking of, which is democratic socialism, where the people should have a more fair vote on where this funding is going. And I'm sure that, you know, we should be, if any system like that is ever put in place, we, the people, should be granted the opportunity to change what is going on. That's that's the whole point that I'm trying to make. And that's why that, that word democratic before socialism is so important, because it's not... It's not like, oh, we're going to, you know, take everyone's fucking cows and, and disperse them so everyone has a single cow. It's, you know, and me and you talked about this on the ride home like the other day. What like, who needs what? Like, who needs what? And how can we provide that to them while still at least trying to make the most fair system as possible across but the board? Somebody has to decide that even if people are voting. We, the people, should decide how that. How uh, we were talking about, you know, I can't really necessarily say what it's like to be gay because I'm not gay. How can you necessarily dictate what certain people need if you have not gone through certain things yourself, therefore muddying the water on certain issues because it's not so black and white? And let's talk about ghettos like for, a, for a second. Mm -hmm. All right. You can see through numbers, statistical evidence on what you know, people who live their lives, full lives, in ghettos could r really potentially benefit greatly from, you know, more more education, better education in those places. I mean, like, you, you start getting into the whole concepts of, like, food deserts. Like, you know what a food desert is? No. So a food desert is, like, you, when you're rolling through the hood, don't you ever notice how there's fucking nothing other than like little yeah, convenience stores or like shitty fast food like yeah. all of these things i mean from my time going to like other you know bigger cities and shit too that's sort of the that's the mo the, and and that's and that's not even like you know like, like me i i mentioned this to you again on the ride home about how like systematic oppression comes in a lot of different forms and that you know the the things that we provide our bodies aligns with how our mentality kind of you know reacts to it so see i believe that but also i've tried to tell people that and they don't believe that like they argue that point with me that like what you eat doesn't affect the way you think that much but then also i eat like kind of garbage and i don't think i think that badly so it's just weird. I don't know. We could hit more on that later, bro. But I agree that it definitely plays some role in the some role. So like, mentality. so like, there's like statistical evidence that you can you know relate to or, or or draw from. I mean that you know you can kind of get an idea of what certain communities need compared to others. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, uh, you know, going back to the abortion thing. Like, education is either. Um, more lacking in these places or if it's you know just in general worse off just less less stable less um, mm -hmm. you know you know not as strong you're always not always but more cases than not you're gonna f see you know a, a greater amount of for example teenagers getting pregnant you know what I mean yeah. like like because of the lack of education surrounded around that spe specific topic mm -hmm. and all of these things like I said that's why I, I will say all the time over and over and over again when I'm talking about political uh, subjects and debating um, through 
political means is like there's so many things that need to be thought of and need attention while dealing with a specific topic because one topic can stem from a a whole different topic and it could be related to that issue but like that issue is not being spoken about because the issue being spoken about is what's being spoken about so people just kind of turn a blind eye to that and then you know it's like a huge snowball of like okay so i i completely agree with that but i think the solution of oh everyone pay more taxes to the government i think that's the wrong way to go about it i think instead empower the individual yes empower the individual so that the which would be giving them a better education fundamentally Yes, in That's, some sense, but then I mean, look at the fucking—it's already government funded. No, I know what you mean. It's just that's that's the interesting thing is like the only way to empower the individual is to give them more knowledge to acquire, and the only way that we, right now that the logical way to give them more knowledge, better knowledge to acquire, is by giving the government money to make the school to provide that. Yeah. yeah, I honestly disagree. I feel no. As I, if, I, I'm saying like. That's my perspective. Yeah, I, help, I know. Help me out. <laughs> I, I get that's your perspective. That's what I'm saying. I disagree with that perspective. Um, I think it's more beneficial to let the community share what they've learned instead of, oh, we're going to fucking pay these teachers from some other city or whatever government money to come in and teach. Instead, let the community teach itself and to grow itself. But what if you're in a cycle of not learning? Like, what if you're in a cycle of destruction? In a lot of, in a lot of cases, want better. going with that point, in a lot of cases, they do. They're called gangs. Right. <laughs> like, this is the only they way that we've that we've on. learned to live here. So, yeah. you're in a fucked up spot. Which let me is, let me teach you how we learn to live because mm-hmm. we're surviving. And again, like. It's all through the eyes of the beholder, right? Yeah. Like, and I agree, but that's a that's just a negative way to go about it. And there's things like I'm not that disagreeing too. with that. Um, <laughs> but I think to help reinforce the positive aspects of the community, communities, you know, if they're under constant gang control, they will eventually stand up for themselves. That's literally the entire idea of the Second Amendment. It's not just the right to bear arms, but it's also to uh, the right of the people to uh, whatever some fuck to form militia essentially mm-hmm. um, and to stand up for yourself and defend yourself and your community and I think we need to go back to that go down to town hall and share your ideas with your community instead of fucking just being another number that goes into some representative for federal shit I think we need to defederalize the government but, but bro they try to like like the like the insur- insurrection that happened like they're trying to make shit like that not okay like they're trying to make it not okay for you and Billy and Joe to go down to the courthouse with your guns and they even, they peaceful tell, protests tell, let in I know I'm, I'm yeah, telling I you that yeah. I still think that we're at a place where we can do that or people can do that if you're being not like you're being peaceful about it you're not being and if you're uh, white you're walking in there i don't think it has anything to do with that i think <laughs> huge are you talking huge. about are you talking about the capital insurrection well 9 11 2 i'm just talking 6. about things like that because like, i was gonna say if those people like even majorly were yeah. not white mm. it would be handled it would be handled 100 yeah. i completely disagree completely and i feel like saying that is racist in itself because you, really you have that misconception really? of 
black people or in gangs or that. Not necessarily. There's plenty of civil black people who, if they just handle themselves and they walked in. I mean, yeah, obviously there's the one fucking That's dumbass a, wearing yeah. orange and paint and shit. He's a fucking idiot, but he that, wasn't breaking any laws. The they were it's, legally it's, let in it's there. It's less about the skin color in that specific thing rather than the fact that there were, like, enough people acting like dickheads to, like, for there to be a problem, which there was a problem, don't get me wrong, but I still think that, like, people should be able to gather how you were originally talking about. Yeah, we have about. the right to protest. Yeah, and go down to your local whatever the fuck, even if it's a in Washington, D.C., and be able to, like... Voice their Voice their opinion, and if it's obstructing, like, the way that, like, business is normally operating, like, they can't get in and out of there, then, like, maybe you should fix the fucking problem that is causing all of these people well, to the need thing. to be you, there in the first place. But you have the place. right to peacefully protest, and, like, there's plenty of videos, too, of, like, guards, like, letting, like, oh, I don't agree with you, but I... Yeah. You know, you have the right to do this, and whatever the fuck, go in. So, I don't know, I'm just speaking to that, like, I agree that people i would like the idea of people doing that more but it's just that's kind of Demonized. a thing of the past at this point in terms of like <clears throat> do you really are you really like witnessing it too much like are you hearing about it too much not not really like people are more just going to go on facebook or whatever and put their opinion on there or band together with echo chambers online and you know yeah that's huge downside online shit too both left and right the fucking echo chambers it really, bro, yeah. it really helps you communicate with like-minded people which is great, it's beneficial but, but you need to talk with people on the other side as well which yeah. is why i love conversating with you because we vary so differently yet we think in a similar way and are you know you're very smart in the way you explain things and make it comprehensible i guess you're fucking to intelligent, me. Yes, even though <laughs> I don't always agree with the things. I don't, I don't you know. act like I know shit. No, I feel that. Yeah. Fucking, uh, all I know is that I know nothing yes. at all. Yes, um, But, and I think it's extremely beneficial to talk to people who disagree with you because how else are you to learn? And I uh, believe it's one of Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life is, um, I forget the phrasing of it, but it's essentially... She was the um, notes. Yeah, it's essentially uh, whenever you're speaking to somebody, assume that they know something you don't. You know, don't don't fucking try to rebut everything somebody says. Listen to them. Assume what they're saying is correct. Obviously, look it up later and do your research and due diligence. But when they're talking, assume they have some vital piece of information that you don't and that there is validity to their point because clearly they were swayed this way maybe you just don't have all the information don't close yourself off to new ideas and that's why it's beneficial to have these kind of things yeah it's like there's always more to know yeah, yeah. and fucking a we probably should cut this off soon um but i i could go in yeah, forever but... on like socialism and shit and <laughs> honestly i'm very curious on your ideas of implementation and all that. If you wanted to do another episode, kind of more. Focused I was gonna on say that. we might gotta do a part two a little bit. I'm like, down to <laughs> kick it, kick it again. Whenever. I, I know your schedule's sure. a bit yeah. all over the place, but maybe we link on the week there's some shit. But how uh, long has it been anyway? What? Uh, how long has this podcast been so far? Uh, it's uh hour thirty nine right now. Damn. It's yeah. I mean, I think a little bit of that is the setup, but yeah. Been been going. It really does not seem that long. Got very deep into some good conversations, and I 
fucking he'd probably go for like six hours here. Mm-hmm. for real <laughs> dude we'll do that one day we'll have like a marathon where we like go till we fall asleep and shit. <laughs> i don't know because like sometimes we just talk for four fucking hours and it's like easy like, well, i mean we still gotta got the after show you know shoot the shit or whatever yeah. probably oh, i gotta rock a fucking piss go see the dog <laughs> or whatever mm-hmm. um so i guess probably cut this off here you got anything you want to plug uh I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. I would love to do it again. Uh, I feel like we touched on a lot of very hot topics. Yeah, Yeah. literally, Um, I have all these fucking questions that did not literally (laughs) ask you one single one of them for like a brief second. We just all, that was all fucking off of your intro. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I I want to kind of close this out, at least for me saying like, I don't try to, you know, act like I know shit or have like all the answers i'm just living through my own experience and my own lens just like everyone else is i feel like that's kind of like the last point that i want to make is everyone is just kind of living through their own lens their own scope that they have on on life and there's so many reasons as to why that may be and we touched on several of those possibilities a lot you know spirit spirituality the way that you grew up you know there's so many different aspects that go into creating you know who we are that sits in front of the other today mm-hmm. and uh i just uh hope i didn't seem like a jackass <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and uh yeah yeah it was yeah. a lot of fun Chill. and i had, yeah, I had just, a good time just add on that you know we all have that scope and it's nice to you know you always need to add new ideas to that and different ways to look at things it's always good to have multiple perspectives and it's one of the most beautiful things about life just yeah. talking to people of different perspectives right yeah and finding the the many parallels where your (laughs) ideas align and finding common ground and trying to just get new information learning's fucking awesome (laughs) knowledge bro Uh, so uh thanks for checking out this episode uh make sure to like if you did comment your thoughts down below on any of the things we talked about (laughs) subscribe for new episodes thursday at six and uh you know join us over on patreon for members only go for yeah 30 minutes to an hour. Love you. Peace. Peace. Peace.